Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, thanks for joining the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John, and whether you are listening, watching, however you are participating in this, I am grateful and thankful as always. It is our hope with this show and podcast that what we are learning and and just exploring and experimenting with, that as we share that with you, it will be a benefit to your efforts to make Jesus known. So I am grateful for technology that allows you and I, wherever you're at, to be able to have some conversations, to be able to share some insights. We learn from you. We get messages at Kavanaugh Media. We get clients that are asking us questions. And what we're learning there from you all are things that we want to share with other people as well. It is that idea of open-handed, of open source, of sharing knowledge. Yes, there are things at times that we can't share because of security reasons or privacy reasons, but as much as we can, we're trying to use this vehicle of technology to share what we're learning with you. One of the things that I say with my team here all the time is let's make some new mistakes. Let's not make the same mistakes over and over let's make some new ones. And so sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. And we're learning through that process. Interestingly, even things that work sometimes stop working. So when we're talking about software and tools like Facebook or Google or TikTok or Twitter or whatever it might be, there are glitches. And sometimes there's just frustrating parts to software that we we do something right. We have standard operating procedures. We have documented ways of doing things. And sometimes they just don't work right. And so just this morning, I woke up early, working through emails, and there are people who are facing similar situations. The software's not working right, or they've gotten hacked, or they got blocked, or their ads aren't working. We feel your pain. I, I get very frustrated, specifically with Facebook, because it's, it's so hard to figure out at times what it is that they're doing, uh, who to talk to, how to talk to someone. You get an ad or an account that has issues and you don't even know why. And so I know that it's frustrating, but we don't always have the answers. And in fact, many times we don't. And so we're learning just with you at the same way. And we just want to share with you what we are learning. We're also really thankful to be able to partner with the kingdom our one-to-many project that we're doing, and then honestly in other locations outside of even just those six first countries that we're working in, is is moving forward. And we're just excited with these opportunities to partner with different organizations and teams to make Jesus famous. We believe that really leaning into an area and trying to be as good as you can, can in that area is really important. So if you're a field worker and you're in a field, it's important to lean into language learning and to making disciples and using best practices when it comes to not just media and content, but 
even about disciple making itself, about church formation, about leadership, about equipping your people to be able to, for them to be able to make disciples. Because ultimately, what we at Kavanaugh are about and the partners that we get to work with is about Jesus, his kingdom, his death, burial, and resurrection, and making that known making Jesus famous. Now, in today's show here, I want to talk to you about copywriting because that's a really important skill. The copy that we place in our ads and on our landing pages is something that is really a very integral part to the success of our marketing efforts. And so if they see an ad and it's not compelling, then they won't click on it to do the next desired action there. If they go to your website, which is an important part of your evangelistic outreach, it's part of your long game, right? Not just if all you do is just messages, then you're going to miss some people who need more than just buy now kind of mindset. And so this is where you can put more material, videos, articles, whatever it might be, and it's not time-based, which is the way your Facebook feed is. Um, something gets buried as time moves along. This allows them to search and to go through it. Well, even there, on your landing pages and on your website, good copy is extremely important. So I want to share with you some rules for copywriting and just the process itself of what you need to do to be able to um, just have words that are powerful and help people move forward. So let's dive into it. Some of these copy rules for your ads and landing pages may seem common sense to you, but it's these little things that add up. It's these little things that honestly are really important when it comes to what you're doing. So when we're talking about an ad, the goal of an ad is to get that seeker, that person, to read the first sentence. That's the one and only goal for the copy part of that. There are three parts to an ad. You have the creative, the visual part. You have the headline, and then you have the copy, the content part of that ad. In that area, that content part, we're just wanting them to read the first sentence, and then from there to read the next sentence, which is why sometimes you'll see that we don't even put the, the complete first sentence, like it'll flow right into the next one. And so we want them to keep reading. One of the things that we have seen through this process is that short copy is going to be better. So keep your copy and your sentences really short. There has been debate about long copy on an ad where they have to click see more to do that. I am of the opinion that short usually is better than long as far as volume. But I do know this, regardless of short or long volume of copy, short sentences is really important. So keeping it at a 12-year-old, 10 to 12-year-old, a middle school level is really important. So if possible, even 15 words or less. Really go through there and refine the words that you're doing. Be concise. Concise copy leads to concise decisions. If they're not sure what you're wanting them to do, if it's, if it's long-winded, then they won't do it. So what do you want them to do? What do you want them to learn? Say that in your copy, in your ads and on your landing pages. Make it short 
and sweet. Now, to do this, then, you're going to need to put yourself in the position of the seeker themselves. And when you do that, remember that people are selfish. You're selfish. I'm selfish. All people are. It's part of our sinful nature is that we are selfish. In fact, I many times talk about, instead of saying a sinful nature, I call it a selfish nature when I'm just teaching. Because we're always looking at what is the benefit for ourselves. Why would we do this? Why would we click on this? Why would we send you a message? Why would we comment? What's the benefit for me? And we make this mistake so many times. I see this in so many teams. Their ad copy and their landing pages are written from a benefit of what the person writing it wants, not really in the mind of the seeker themselves. So when you're doing that, be very careful of the words that you use. Be very careful if you use religious terms or insider language or even just assuming something about the the seeker that you're talking to. It's good to do persona research. It's good to know your target audience. That's great. But when we start assuming things, that's where we get into trouble. Or we just assume that they know this story. Or we say words like, you may have heard this or that as far as a Bible story. Well, probably not. For those of you who listen to this podcast or watch this show, you're probably working in places where they don't know the story at all. So we have to keep it very short. We need to make it very simple for them to understand. Be very, very careful about the actual words that you are using and make sure that they are culturally important but also relevant to them, which is one of the reasons why we put so many ad examples on our Kavanaugh Media website We're always creating new ones. We're going to continue to put new ad examples, landing page examples, all of that on our our ad resource area. But we're not wanting you to go in there and just copy and paste them. You have to think about the seeker and the cultural aspects of where you are using them. Now, as you're doing this, another key area would be to use numbers, use data, it many times makes things more, make more sense, and in some ways our eyes are just attracted to numbers. So this 98%, if you're watching the YouTube video here, it's just a number. But even though it's a bigger font, our eyes tend to get drawn to those areas. And so if there are ways, instead of typing out the 12 apostles, use a number, things like that. Or if there's a, a specific fact that you're trying to do or data, Always share those kind of things. It just helps people understand in a logical way what you're doing, and it attracts their eyes to it. Another thing is just really going back to the purpose of your ads and the copy itself is to always have a point or a purpose. So a few weeks ago, I did a podcast here on just this idea of so what, but use that. Use that test as, as you look at your ad copy As you look at your ad in general, ask the question, so what? Why would they click? Why would they watch? Why would they go to your landing page? Why would they download whatever lead magnet, whatever thing that you're offering to them? Why? Why would they do that? Think 
and have a purpose and a point to everything that you're doing. All right, another thing with your sentences themselves is to have a subject-verb-object sentence structure. Now, I know certain cultures have different language and rules when it comes to language. All right, for, for me and for much of my team, we worked in Taiwan. We speak Mandarin, and you put word order in a different order than what you might do in English. So take what I'm giving you here, pass it through your cultural filter, all right? But this idea is to use sentence structures that make sense in the culture, but also what is the subject doing and what was happening? And what was that object or what, what took place there? So who... Or what are you writing about? What did they do? And then what was acted on? What happened there? Right? All of these things are important. Use sentences that convey this kind of information to them. Right? Really be thinking through sentence structure, but keep it concise as you're doing it. A couple more things here then that I really want to just come back and hammer with this, these points with you. And this is, Always think about the seeker. What are their internal and external pain points? Your primary objective is not to invent new fears or pain points, but to tap into and to address the existing ones that are there. As the saying goes, you don't need to reinvent the light bulb, just switch it on. It's that simple. So thinking through in your ads, what are these pain points? What are these longings? How would the Holy Spirit speak into those? On our ads, in our copy, we many times cannot say the pain points because the ad won't be approved, but we can say the positive or the absence of it. So if people have uncertainty in their life, then the opposite of that, the Holy Spirit fruit of that would be peace. And so we can talk about having peace in our lives. Is that something that you're looking for? And you see, by asking the question now in our copy, we're making them think about it. We can't make someone agree with us. We can't make them think through something as far as like coming to the same conclusions, but we can get them to think about it by asking them questions. But the internal and external part of it is allowing you to begin to think about What would the lack of peace in that seeker's life look like internally? Would they sleep poorly? Would they have anxiety all the time? What would that look like then externally? Would they be grumpy? Would they be you know, worried all the time? Would it affect their relationships with their families or at work? The internal and external parts, both of those, are really important for you to be thinking about and addressing as much as you can in your ads, but especially on your landing pages as well. So if you can't get the negative to get through ad review, do the opposite of it or the absence of it, the positive, the Holy Spirit fruit of that, and that will be good. Finally, just be testing Always be testing. You can try A-B testing of your ads to do long and short copy as far as volume. You can try picture versus video. Same thing on your landing pages. And Google Optimize is one way you can do that. 
you can run A-B tests on your website and try out different types of content. We always put a short devotional thought underneath a video on our landing pages if that's the, the type of landing page that we're using. And the reason is, is we want to help them understand what that video is about, especially if they don't watch the whole video. But you can use Google Optimize to bring in text, take away text, to move your call to action buttons like download a Bible or message us to different places or different colors on your website. So I really encourage you to be testing and to try out tools like Google Optimize, not just testing and A-B testing on your ads, but also on your landing pages as well. All right, I hope that's a benefit to you. I hope it gives you some ideas to think through. I really hope that you continue to work on your craft of copywriting when it comes to your ads and your landing pages, even if you're not using text. Maybe you're just using audio, which is what some of the teams we work with do. Always be thinking about your seeker, the culture, the language, all of those things that I've tried to share with you today. All right, I hope this is a benefit. If you like this show, I would love for you to subscribe to it. I would love for you to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Click on the little bell there and it will notify you. You get front of line privileges every time each week, Lord willing, that this show comes out. We have it coming live on Fridays at 1.15 a.m. Eastern Time so that it is showing up in the early morning at breakfast in the Middle East and European areas and just early afternoons for those of you who are over in Asia. All right. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for sharing this show. Thanks again for just being a part of this tribe that continues to try to make Jesus famous. We are honored to walk alongside you and to help serve you and our King together. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.